Let's get this bitch started. Stupid yet the rhyme's so brilliant Never could you bring the kid down, I'm too resilient And fuck them biting ass niggas who be stealing Y'all niggas copy my style like a chameleon I'm a Brazilian, that's one in a million Two high for ceilings, it's how I am feeling What the blood clot, how did all these lug rocks Have me looking dumb hot, with my eyes all bloodshot Now that's a mugshot, in the making No need for ovens when you're waking Yo, 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 welcome back to another episode of the Hip Hop Heads Podcast H-Cubed up in this bitch Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We back with another episode. Uh, definitely go check out that Logic uh, album review if you haven't yet. Vinyl Days yep. just freshly put out a couple of days ago, a week ago or so. If you haven't checked that out, go check that out. And I will say time. that uh, from people that I have talked to, it has already sparked controversy because apparently there's a lot of controversy about uh, Logic and his not. I don't want to say viability as a rapper, but his corniness as a rapper i think we trying to talk we trying to we, did we touch on that a little bit i i, I definitely yeah on yeah sure. and i've, I've heard ahead. i've heard a couple other people's uh thoughts on it and a lot of people do think that logic is a corny rapper oh nigga that he 100 percent is <laughs> but <laughs> he's also a nerd i told y'all he's a fucking nerd he's not bro, a trapper he don't have that background let me tell you now bro. i'm shining out here shining like Charlemagne. oh god bro <laughs> And you know, and I hate to sound like Joe Budden because he, this is his, uh, like one, one of the things that he said, he said a couple of times, I think he's like, dog, retire, come with me into retirement, my nigga, because you're <laughs> fucking, you're trash. And obviously, well, that's Joe, a bit much. That's a bit much. No, no, no but, but that's just Joe being Joe. Yeah. But, um, I do feel like to a degree, I feel his sentiment because here's the thing, right? I feel like somebody like Logic would prosper so much more if his personality wasn't at the forefront. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because to be honest, like you said, he's a fucking geek. He's a fucking dork. You know what I mean? And I feel like that kind of gets pushed to the front, obviously because of social media, because of just the times that we live in. But if he was an artist that was maybe out like in the nineties or, or early two thousands with his rapping ability, mm-hmm. the whole, all, all, all this corny, uh, Shit, I feel like wouldn't be nearly as uh as prominent as it is right now because that's you very know, wouldn't true. See all of that. I I could I could understand that, but also Logic will be one of those rappers that will stand the test of time versus most of the people that he came into the game with, or that are in the currently in the game, simply because of the fact that the nigga can actually flow, 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 not trap flow. But see, you know, and you know, it's what's just, funny? his right. his style is just going to outlive their stuff. So I'll right. I'll, I'll take the fact that yeah, everybody thinks that he's corny. I'll take the fact that he he might be corny, but his music will outlast many of the people around him. Let me challenge that real quick. Oh, okay. How how do we know right that the evolution of rap is gonna go more towards lyricism and ability to rap, and not towards what it's going right now, which is more of like a vibe or like the beat you know what i mean like well, how do we I mean, know it, it may change again but what stays the same is that there's always going to be that category of the fucking spitters where you have talib Kweli, most deaf you know common or you have j cole kendrick lamar uh you know niggas like that there's always going to be a class of those niggas who are like the classical lyrical mcs that we know really from the 90s and beforehand so there's always going to be that backbone 
You know, someone's always going to be out there representing for that. You know what I'm saying? No matter what the evolution of, of hip hop turns into or the, the revolution of rap turns into, I feel like there will always be a couple of the MCs uh, in the background that are, you know, just like I said, the J. Coles, the Logics, the even the, I'll, I'll, the Kendricks, you know, they'll all be in the background. They'll drop a really lyrical fucking album and then dip the fuck out for a little while. You all know right. what I'm saying? But let, let's be real, though. Let's be real. All those guys you just mentioned, Kendrick, Cole, they their latest uh albums a lot they do a lot of like singing also as well melodical mm -hmm. kind of stuff as well now granted i get that that's something that you have to do to adjust with the times or whatnot but they still keep their core in it i get that but what i'm saying is that even guys like that they still kind of have to you know maneuver like, like they can't just do kendrick or jk or j cole and you know what I i'm curious as to how it would be received but to me, I feel like in order for them to succeed financially in the music industry, I don't know if they could just do a straight, you know, boom bap style, straight up rapping, straight up spin joint. Uh, like, like I would love to hear it. Like, I would love to hear Kendrick do like a vinyl days, like a straight all. Um, so would I, because I know it would be he would destroy that fucking album. Nigga, there, hit, there'd like, be like, like a, a billion words on that album. <laughs> no, let me tell you, my dream album, my dream album is is Kendrick, J Cole collab album over a bunch of sample beats. That is my dream album right there. Now nah, that album. that would be a that would be a dope ass album. But on that album, if they were to have featured artists, I would want to see Logic featured on it. Like I'd yeah. want to see Logic. I'd want to see Royce. I'd want to see uh, Joel's, uh, Joel Ortiz. I'd want to see um, who else? Who else? Who else? Who am I thinking of? Um, oh, what's my man's name? Um, 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 Freddie. Freddie Gibbs. I'm gonna be honest with you. I would prefer uh, 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 features to be at a minimum. I mean, I'm just saying, if they had features, those would be the people I would want yeah. to see on it. But like you, I would like to just see an album of just them two. Like honestly, just yeah. to see what. Because like, like I said, I love when someone's actual first album doesn't have a bunch of features on it, so you really get a sense of that person as the artist. Yeah, no, for sure. And uh, you know, obviously, this is something that we've all that that's been teased a bunch of times throughout both of their careers mm -hmm. of, of of a collab album. And you know, as much as like you know. A creative uh melodic album i feel like would be cool i feel like the reality of it is at their core what we need from both of them is a straight spit you know f not very few uh uh what's it called uh uh, uh choruses, choruses hooks, yeah. all that shit just straight bars dog. like I, that is something that i would absolutely love and again yeah you're right i do think logic and, and all those guys you mentioned a few of those should be in there, sprinkled in there. But keep this like twelve to fourteen tracks at the most. Mm -hmm. Don't don't oversaturate it. You yeah, know what I mean, and, and I don't, I don't right. think either one of them would because they don't typically come out with like long ass albums like that. So like, I mean, th I think that the last one that Kendrick came out with was the longest one that he's had out in a long time. Not only yeah, and, yeah, you're right, and, and and even then, you know, like how often they releases. Uh, far and few in between that is very true so the amount so, of music that they put on an album is relevant to the time frame that they take away mm -hmm. from the game plus they're also the type that will just disappear and not do sh like you won't hear from them social media not nothing i think that's where logic's corniness comes from is uh they see his reactions to shit online yep. as 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 very very corny and it's just like it's like wale seeing him complain to a fucking magazine about 
uh his album being better than juicy j's but they chose juicy j's like that's that's fucking corny ass move you know complaining all the time about you're not as popular as you should be when you're fucking popular as fuck but like you say shit like that and that turns people away from you so like you know everyone who's not quite uh uh the um what do you call it the 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 thug the thug background rapper i feel like they all have a a little bit of a caveat to them that could be that could be kind of used against them oh like like with logic and 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 childish gambino oh they're corny blah 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 you got oh well you know this cat he's he's just from this this nigga is just like from kentucky with jack harlow you know this nigga blah 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 and they, they don't take people seriously unless you have something behind you I'll i feel i feel you. like i feel like ludicrous the reason that he got the most most love for becoming a rapper when he was not like a thug to begin with was because he was a DJ. Ludacris? Yeah. Mm -hmm. See, now, all right. Another rapper that I feel like fits that category is uh, Currency. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Mm -hmm. He, dog, everybody, I've never heard anybody say like, yo, Currency is whack or he's he's lame or, or he's corny. I've never heard anybody say that. And he doesn't rap about street shit. He might rap street adjacent shit, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? But it's not on some, like, gangster, like, I'm trying to, you know, rob somebody type shit. Yeah. So, um, and again, I just feel like he's just being himself. And I feel like that's the, the whole thing about it is, uh, <clears throat> is that you don't have to, you know, be this, you know, whatever. I think people just look for authentic, you know what I mean? And, 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 and you know, somebody like a Russ, you know, I think they might have at some point been called corny. But I do think that, you know, he has enough of a strong fan fan base where, you know, that might not even matter or, yeah. you know, whatever the case is. But going back to Logic, I don't know, man. It's just, I don't know what it, well, I do know what it is. It's a lot of the corniness and, you know, him being uh, just kind of nerdy or whatever. But I don't know, just the complaining, the, the victim uh, complex and everything like that. Mm-hmm. It's just, so how, know, so, how come, so how come Kanye is not considered corny at this point? Um, you know, that's a good, that's a good, that's a good point. <laughs> that's a good point. I'm out here you know fucking what? up people's minds right now. My bad, y'all. But, My uh, bad. Okay, okay, okay. I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. Because he good. No, 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 no. <laughs> I'll tell you exactly why, right? Okay. Because singing or like melodical is more of an, um, is an emotionally charged thing as opposed to rapping. And Logic is doing a lot of rapping complaining. Hmm. That's my okay. I mean, I don't okay, know. I feel like it's it's fair. I get that. Yeah, I, I get that. I get you know, that. And, and, and I feel like when when Kanye does a lot of complaining or or, or crying or something, it's usually an auto tune, heavily mixed, distorted type of thing. It's 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 usually not him rapping like yo, I fuck out like they they hate, they hate it on me and that you know it's usually like a singingly emotionally charged type of song. Yeah, and, uh, and, and, and I don't know, just hearing that over boom bap beats. It's just kind of like, uh, all right, dog. Let's, yeah, let's... <laughs> I get you. <laughs> all right, well, let's not let's not let's not delve too too deep into this. Um, yeah, we really did. Though. <laughs> yeah, we really really did. But let's go ahead and we we meant to tell y'all at the beginning of the episode we're gonna bring out a regular episode today. It's not an actual album review, even yeah. though these are just our further thoughts on the conversation when it came to Logic. Our uh, exactly, you know. But y'all know how I get. It. Y'all know how we get. It. If we out here, if we out here talking all the random shit on something else, you already know we 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 rolling sideways on some shit. Oh, for sure, for <laughs> sure. So first of all, April first, happy happy uh, April Fool's Day. Oh yeah, for sure. Yo, you know, let me let me just say this, and I'm glad you reminded me about that because I just seen a post on Instagram, maybe like an hour before we got on right now, and it was something. It says something like, 
Snoop Dogg claims that he uh quit smoking weed. <laughs> like that. No, we and I was like, no fucking way. And it was something like, yo, he claims that he's getting old and he wants to be an example to his son or some shit like that. And and, and the way that they framed it, it just seems so like okay, like I could see that happening, but like no fucking way, dog. Like weed and Snoop are synonymous. No bull. Like that nigga needs weed like he needs to breathe. Like you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, at this point, weed is sustaining him. Like <laughs> nigga, what? Dog. Yeah, so that and then obviously I I read the comment section and was like, Oh yeah, it's fucking April Fools. Uh-huh. So definitely happy April Fools, y'all. I know y'all not gonna be hearing us on April Fools Day, but I hope that whatever April Fools joke was hit on you, I hope it ain't too too harsh or too serious, man, because I don't know, some grimy people out there, man. No bull, no bull. Now this got me wondering how many of these jumps on the on the fucking websites and shit and I was looking for some of this news are actually like real for real for real. Well, as long as the date on it is before today, I think we should be good. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, let's sure. let's go ahead and jump into this joint now. We are, if you haven't seen by now, um, the main uh, the main uh, Joker in the game six uh, nine was attacked physically attacked at a uh, fitness first. I guess it was was a fitness first. Yeah, fitness first in LA Florida, fitness, LA Fitness in Florida. Um, basically, got his ass whooped in the bathroom. Uh, motherfuckers put it online. Uh, there was uh, go. Yeah, I'm sure it's still online. Y'all can find it. Um, it was. Uh, it wasn't. I won't say it was enter- entertaining, but it was kind of cathartic. Cause yeah. it was like this nigga needed his ass whooped. <laughs> <laughs> Look, man, and 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 obviously, you know, I, I don't know, man. Like it, it's something that we all knew at some point would come. Oh yeah. And and and, and all the shit talking he's done, like you said. It just felt good to see the the motherfucker that's always talking shit get you know get his shit beat out of him. Now, here's one thing I will say, right, is that I feel like the guys that were doing the jumping didn't beat him up as bad as I thought they probably should have. Uh, being that it was three of them, they were all of them were pretty big, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. And you know, oh I yeah, now like all of three, them are job are job big. I <laughs> just saw the pictures, right? Yeah, yeah dog, these are some big ass motherfuckers, dog. So. It's kind of like, all right, dog, like, y'all really didn't fuck him up enough for it to be three of y'all, and y'all big as fuck, and this nigga weighs maybe, like, a buck 60. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like if three niggas whoop my ass, dog, I feel like I might have a a little bit more than a few cuts on my face. No, bull, probably at least a broken limb or some broken ribs or something. Well, I think he did have broken ribs. Oh, did he? Oh, shit. I didn't even see all of his injuries then. Cause he got kicked in his uh, he did get kicked like in his stomach. But I would, I feel like, dog, if if if, you're, if that's the type of shit you want, that kick should have been to the face, bro. No bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Like, but uh, yeah, man, that shit, that shit was kind of crazy. I remember I woke up, whatever day that that happened, and that was like the first thing that I saw, and I was like, dog, there's no way that this actually happened. And sure enough, there was video on it, and I'm like, yo, that is 2023 right there. Some shit, some crazy shit happens, and we immediately have footage of it. Exactly. Now, they say that this, first of all, the the first nigga is too old for this shit. They say the first nigga, Rafael Medina Jr., 43 years old. Oh. Octavius Medina, who I'm assuming is probably his son or something, uh, at um. 23, and Anthony Maldonado at 25 are the ones who are accused of assaulting and robbing 6ix9ine at LA Fitness in South Florida on the 21st. Uh, of course, the attack was caught on camera. Uh, let me see. 
Said he tried to fight off the attackers, but was outnumbered and badly beaten. They managed to flee. He managed to flee because they stopped fighting him at this time. They stopped attacking him. <laughs> mm, yeah. Let me see. Said, bitch ass clown ass nigga one of them could be heard shouting on the video while wrapping up the rap hair, while wrapping up the rainbow haired rapper take a picture i want to be famous now nigga <laughs> yo people are so stupid i'm sorry yeah no people are fucking ridiculous uh, bro. but yeah they said he suffered injuries they didn't say exactly what they said injuries to uh his face uh bruised and bloodied swollen bruised and bloodied face he also reported injuries to his jaw ribs and back yeah, but like I said, he should have had a broken leg. I'm telling he should've, you. He should have had a dislocated elbow. He should have had a couple scars on his face, like big joints. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, uh, for three motherfuckers, that's not enough, dog. That's that's yeah. all I'm saying. Now, the, the crazy part about all of this is that these are motherfuckers that's about to potentially, if not likely, do time at least a few months and I think you were telling me that one of the guys just got out or something along those yeah, lines. Yeah, I, I so. think the, 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 the oldest one had recently gotten out um, of, yeah. of a situation, but I'm not 100% sure. And I closed out the window, so I'm not going back. Well, regardless <laughs> of the other matter, just the fact that these motherfuckers is probably in jail right now as we speak, uh, either waiting to pay, uh, you know, to, to bail out or not. I don't know if they're even allowing that. Um, I don't know that that must be a really stupid feeling to feel being in a jail cell because you seen, you know, somebody that snitched that didn't snitch on you, didn't snitch on anybody that you know, nothing like that. Mm-mm. You know what I mean? Like again, is it's one thing, and even then, I'm not saying I wouldn't con I, I would condone it, but still, like if I kind of understand if it's you know they snitch on your friend, on your dad, on your cousin, on something along those lines. But, bro, like, this is nobody. Yeah, exactly. And so I guess uh, now to, like, take a little bit of uh, the edge out of everything and make himself look like a better guy, (laughs) he made this new music video. I don't know what the song is called. You said it's some kind of a ballady sounding joint. Um, But in the video, he walks around in uh, South Florida and gives a bunch of the Cuban locals. uh, No, not South Florida. It's in Cuba. Oh, it was in Cuba. It was in Cuba. He went Cuba. to Cuba, yeah. Oh, well, apparently he went to Cuba and just yeah. start, gave out 50K in cash to um, to the local Cubans there where he was uh, doing the music video, which is cool. I can't I can't front him on that. But at the same time, it's kind of like, uh, you know, I'm, I'm making myself look better because I got attacked for something that I did that I knew I would get attacked for. Definitely what that is. You know what I mean? So- like, <laughs> it's uh look, and, and, and you know, I don't blame him on a business perspective, but I still think he's a bitch ass nigga regardless. <laughs> um again, I think he did what he was supposed to do. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I think he should try to get um some kind of sympathy as as from anybody, you know what I mean? Cause like regardless, at the eyes of the law, he's a victim right now. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I feel like, you know, if he can get, like, the Spanish audience, which, again, is why he went to go do a song with a Spanish dude. And this isn't, like, a street dude, to my understanding. I think it's just, like, a like a singer, you know what I mean? Like a, like a pop singer, kind oh, of. Oh, okay. But just in Spanish. And, uh, yeah, dog, like, it's kind of like, yo, I had a rough upbringing, but I made it, and people betrayed me, you know, type of song. Like, there's no ignorant bullshit on here. Six nine is like yo. I walked around with no shoes and 
like I don't know, just a, like like yo, like a kind of like a like a pity kind of party kind of sounding hmm. song. Hmm. And like I said, bro, it's one of those like yo, are you serious? Did you seriously drop this <laughs> after you got jumped by three fucking Puerto Ricans? <sighs> you know oh, what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go ahead and let that man live his life because he got to do something to make money. So obviously he can't be that that ignorant motherfucker that he was in all his music before because he doesn't no. have access to more artists like that or that will tolerate that. So he's got to work right. with who's work with. That means his style's going to change up, which means you're going to be like, oh, this ain't 6 9 but he's going to have to he's going to have to be a motherfucking mutant shapeshifter out this motherfucker to make money now. So mm-hmm. I mean, I get, you know, do whatever you got to do to make money. Just don't, you know, I mean, you just, at this at this point I, we we didn't know if this nigga was going to be alive at this point, you know what I'm saying? So <laughs> No, that's a fact. But she, you know, and, and here's the thing: like everybody keeps saying, "Oh, like it took this long for somebody to do something," but it's like, dog, revenge got. I mean, what's the saying? Revenge is a dishwasher. Be- cold. cold. Yep. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Cold with fucking bugs all over it. Yep. And every, all the food is expired. You know Frostbitten, I mean? all type of shit. Like Frostbitten. It's, it's done. So you know, I, I think if anything, this is just what. Uh, we're gonna see more of this uh, to a degree. I feel at some point, yeah. somebody's cousin, somebody's brother, somebody's best friend, or something along those lines is in jail right now for fucking forty, however fifty years or whatever the fuck he got. And uh, I don't know, man. You know, they they might be fucked up. They might have nothing to live for. And they might just say fuck it. You yeah, know what I mean? man. But we'll see, man. We'll see. All right, and then and and you should have known this. So we're kind of not surprised, but we don't really give a fuck. I maybe that's not the right way to describe it, but I guess that's just how I describe it. Polo <laughs> G says that when Juice World died, it helped him kick his Percocet habit. <laughs> now, it's amazing to me that no matter the person, rich, famous, black, white, Latino, whatever, a lot of people in this world do not get the circumstances or the 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 like what can happen in a, in a situation until they are until they or someone they know are put into that into that situation and yeah. a lot of the times it has to do with drugs no i mean not I, yeah i mean yeah you're right a lot of times it has to do with drugs but obviously there's uh you know things like um driving you know what i mean like, yeah. like i know for me it took for me getting into an accident or two to, you know, realize like, yo, I don't have to be like speeding and wilding when I'm driving. I could just be chill. Like, mm-hmm. like it's way, you know, and, and this, these are all things that people have told me in the past, mm-hmm. whether it's my parents, whether it's friends or, or whoever. So, and again, I'm sure that these are things that Polo G had been told multiple times by people around him and how many people did he see pass away from you know pills overdoses and all this other shit you know before juice died yeah exactly but you know i'm sure uh his relationship with juice probably was just a little bit closer but like you said i just think it has something to do with the grief you know what i mean of uh of of dealing with it is that that might help you deal with the grief of saying Yo, I'm doing this for my friend mm-hmm. who can't be here to do it anymore. So, I don't know. That's just you know, I'm not a fucking psychologist, but that's just my thought of it. Is that like maybe it's kind of like your way of saying like, yo, like, you know, my 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 boy or my friend or whoever you know passed from this. So I'm gonna do my part and you know whatever. But I don't know, man. It's it's, it's crazy. I guess 
when it's not right in front of you, people just have a hard time seeing, you know, the bigger, the grand scheme of things, I guess. Yeah. It's, it's just, I, I always thought it was a shame for that to happen because it yeah. happens in all type of stuff. And I mean, just like, I'm not going to get into the whole thing, but like, it just kind of amazes me. It's just like, it's like simple empathy, simple empathy. You know what I'm saying? Like, you just don't, a lot of people just don't have it. And then when right. something happens to them, like the exact same situation happens to you that happened to somebody else and you were just like, oh, well, whatever. Like, you know, whatever, they deserved it or blah, blah, blah. It happens to you and you're like, oh my God, this shit is so crazy, blah, blah, blah. And this person who yeah. experienced it before is like, so now you understand what the fuck I meant, right? Mm-hmm. And you was all mad at me earlier. Now you dealing with the shit. And you understand how the fuck I feel, but it takes it to happen to them or someone close to them. It's, it, it always shocks me that that happens so often. That's why, like, anybody who talks down on, on anybody, uh, like, starting, like, a GoFundMe or something like that, it, it blows my mind, right? Because to me, when I see, like, a GoFundMe and I see people talk about, like, hey, uh, you know, my mom or my grandma or, you know, my dad or whoever is going through whatever and, uh, you know, we need money for X, Y, and Z. Like, I think to myself, like, yo, like, I picture myself in that mode and, like, I could just imagine you know, the desperateness you must feel to try to be able to help your loved one out. And it's kind of like people, like, start to feel the need to kind of, like, you know, talk down on it. And I'm just like, damn, that's fucking crazy, dog. Like, people, you know, like you said, just don't have the empathy to mm-hmm. really consider that potentially happening to them, which, you know, in this world is all possible. You know what I mean? Like, Yo, anything, a- anything could happen to anybody. You're so, not lying about that. Because this world is fucking insane now. Anybody can catch it any which way. Oh, yeah. And it's sad to even think about some shit like that. Oh, yeah, for sure. So that's why, you know, whenever I see anything like that, man, I just, I mean, if I can help, you know what I mean? I, I, you know, I try to, but if not, then I just hope that, you know, whatever uh, needs to happen to help them, you know, happens and shit, so... Yeah, moral of the story, y'all. If y'all, for real, if y'all know what y'all doing is bad, like just think about think about it, like affecting you. Like, don't even worry about affecting somebody else before you think. Like, if you're doing some shit that you know is fucked up, come on, dog. Yeah, that's just that's just my opinion. I know some shit is harder to kick than other shit, but damn, son, like you know, like it's just you. You know, you it should be you. Like that, you look at it and see, oh shit, I need to change my ways because this is happening around me. This is happening around me. You shouldn't take something happen to like one of your loved ones or your friends to to get you to change that. But I understand why people don't, why, why it happens. I'm just saying, damn, we should be better about it by now. Yeah. I mean, again, I feel like a lot of it has to do with just being young and, and feeling like, you know, everything and shit like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. I feel like when I, you know, being younger, you're more inclined to do shit like, you know, drink and drive and, and, or drink to, or drive to a point where like you really shouldn't be driving type shit. Mm-hmm. And you know what I mean? I don't know. It's just, it's, it's, it's a lot. I, I again, I, I can understand a younger person and shit like that. And I feel like usually when people get older, they kind of, you know, mature or whatnot. So. Yeah. I, yeah. I get that. Well, it is April 1st, but that means that yesterday, March 31st, was the anniversary of the passing of Nipsey Hussle. Uh, First of all, RIP to him and and blessings to the family and friends. Another senseless killing in hip hop uh, for someone who was actually trying to help his community. Yeah. And even tried to help that individual. So, I mean, and I feel like uh, Lauren London is really keeping uh, his Nipsey's memory alive and strong. Oh yeah, uh, for sure. And, and keeping respect on his shit at all times, and I, I fuck I fuck with that. I fuck with that. And same same honestly with um, 
I can't remember her name right now, but uh, Kobe's wife. Oh, uh, Vanessa Bryant. Yeah, Vanessa Bryant. She's done. She's done the same shit for him and her daughter. You know, they're they're in charge. Nothing. Nothing about them happens without their say. So you know, without their approval. And I, I, you know, I fuck with that. Like that, that means that, yes, you're not letting anybody disrespect the memory of your loved one. And I, oh, yeah, I fuck cool. with that the absolute most. So I have to say, you know, props up to her and, you know, and blessings up to her for the anniversary of uh, her, her, her man's passing. Uh, Cause it's just sad to see like such a, like we only got one real album from him mm-hmm. and we know we could have got so much more. But see, uh, the got thing about that tapes. is also, he released a lot of music, uh, and I, I honestly haven't heard the majority of it, but he released a lot of music independently prior, like mm-hmm. on mixtapes yeah. or whatnot. But, you know, for him to get to the point that he was making music, like like the type of music he was making now mm-hmm. was a lot more polished. And that's something that like every artist goes through is that, you know, when they start making music, they sound a lot like the people uh, around them. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? A lot of times, especially him being from California, uh he had you know pretty west coast type of sound or, or you know and again that's with every rapper whether you're from new york or what have you yeah and i feel like he had just got to the point where he found a perfect balance of still keeping it you know where he's from but also you know changing it up a little bit to be able to appeal to the masses and shit which eventually at the at the end of his life and career i think he did yes uh with that last album uh, victory lap and yeah, man, it was just really sad uh, because that's when I really got uh, into listening to Nip. You know, I remember we reviewed uh, mm-hmm. that album on here a few months before he passed. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, man, it was it was uh, it, it was really unfortunate because, like I said, aside from him just being a great person and everything that he does in his community, you know, his uh, his album was just fucking ridiculous. You know, it was it was, it was so really dope. Good. And I honestly, you know, I feel like without a doubt, you know, with how, because, you know, I'm sure everybody's seen it where, like, people will post, uh, like, old Nipsey interviews where he talks about just how he thinks about, uh, you know, just his his thoughts on certain things mm-hmm. and, and just, you know, shit like that. It kind of reminds me of Tupac, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like if there's any artist that's passed comparably, I feel like Nip and Tupac are, like, I don't know, I feel like they're almost... They're almost like the same person because they 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 stand or stood for a lot of the same things. Uh, they were kind of like on some like, you know, power to the people type shit yeah. in a sense. And I don't know, man. Like to me, that I, I kind of you know, and you could even argue that Nip was the more like authentic version of what Tupac was. True. If you will. Honestly, yeah, because he was more into like getting ed- getting people educated, not just in school shit, but learning about like what it is to like buy homes and finances and also stocks and bonds and, you know, making sure that, you know, you have income that generates income and shit like that. Cause I mean, I heard him talking about that type of shit bef- long before I knew he was a rapper, but I had seen right. at least two short interviews online, maybe three, four of him. And somebody was asking him a question. He gave the most profound thought out answer to a question that mm-hmm. most rappers would have just been like, well, you know how we do shawty, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, yo, like this man is on some other shit, and that's before oh, I even yeah. knew who he was. Then I found out his name, and then like years later, I found out that he was a rapper and that he ended up in jail. But then when I was like, okay, I know this guy from interviews, so I want to mm-hmm. see what his music sounds like because I've never heard any of the mixtapes. But that's right. what really drew me to him as an artist, because I already knew where his head was at. 
with everything. So I was like, let me see how he how he puts that in his music. And God damn it, if that music wasn't fire. Oh yeah, no, definitely. And and I feel like he did a a really good job at not making it corny to incorporate all of these things in his music mm-hmm. because it could it could get kind of preachy. You know what I mean? If you don't know how to make it, you know, sound good and, mm-hmm. and 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 I don't know, man. But there was just something about his music that was genuine. You could tell he really believed what he was saying, and it again, it, it was good. It was good, legit, legitimately good sounding sonically music. So well, I think I think that that was an important part of it. Imagine if we get another rapper who was on that same time on that same mind frame as Nipsey that can put all that stuff into their music and it'd be popular ass music just like it was for Nipsey. But still, like, because you know how niggas really, they, they don't do shit unless they hear it in music. Or, you know what I'm saying? Like, a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. And so if you start hearing niggas talk about, like, investing here and doing this there or cryptocurrency that you can actually trust here or whatever the fuck, blah, 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 to make people right. more steady and better, niggas are going to hear that in the music mixed in with the ratchet shit. They're going to be like, oh, word? Okay, well, let me look into that. You know what I'm saying? If this if this, if this nigga's talking about it, you know what I'm saying? It might be something worth listening to. I, I look, i tell you what, um... Somebody who I feel like does that a little bit, I don't know if you've ever heard of him, is a money man. No, I've never heard of him, actually. So he, now granted, obviously he still raps about like, you know, gangster stuff, but he kind of also raps about being financially literate and, you know, shit like that. Mm-hmm. He kind of sprinkles it in on his music and like being a business uh, entrepreneur and what have you. And I feel like that's kind of like a big thing for him uh, in his music. And, and you know, he, he's, he has a pretty legit following a, a, a core fan base that tunes in to a lot of his music and i feel like a lot of people like i said know about money man and uh and his music is pretty good so i feel okay. like uh he's an example of that uh, not out. as big as of a superstar yeah but uh he definitely uh is big enough where you know that that him doing it is uh is pretty pretty cool all right bet. i'd love to hear that type of shit I, i'd love no, to hear it sure. more out there definitely so this could be a wild take, actually. You know what I'm saying? But Joe sure. Budden crowns Outkast as the greatest group in hip hop of all time. Negative. Now, as much as I love Outkast, because I did grow up on Outkast, I still cannot cannot claim that they are the best group of all time. Now, for me, it would be an old, it would be older groups, but yeah. like, I would say Tribe Called Quest. One of the, oh, that, that's that's number one for you. Yeah, for me, for groups, for hip hop groups, yeah. And then <sighs> and then I could go the locks. Yeah. And then I could go. Let me see. Probably, I probably would have said uh, Slaughterhouse before they broke up. But see, I feel like Slaughterhouse isn't as much a group as like somebody like Tribe Called Quest and Locks is a group. You know what I mean? I feel like they're more a collective of rappers, if anything. I, yeah, I can see where you're going with that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because they didn't, uh, they didn't like come together originally as a group, right? Exactly, exactly. You know, whereas you know, Tribe Called Quest and uh, and Locks and mm-hmm. Bone Thugs and mm-hmm. shit like that. Um, now I might put Outcast as number three or four. See, and for me, uh, I mean, I'll probably go with the Locks just because if you look at the Locks, mm-hmm. uh, it's it's hard to find a group where all three of them can rap their fucking asses off. That's very Legitimately true. Legitimately rap their... There's usually always... Now, don't get me wrong. There's always been that running joke where it's it's kissing, kissing Styles, mm-hmm. Styles and Jada, 
and everybody forgets about Sheik. There's people that don't even know who Sheik Luch is, mm-hmm. and they, and they sing along to Lock songs, <laughs> and that shit is fucking insane to me, right? And again, you know, that's it's it's been a running joke in hip hop, not even on purpose, but um, but I think we could all agree that Sheik Luch is a fucking hell of a rapper. You know what I mean? And, and, and he's he's somebody who uh, who definitely holds his own. On multiple songs with with the likes of Kiss and, and the Styles, so I don't know. For that reason, they're number one to me. I think Joe, I don't know. I think he's a very contrarian type of person mm-hmm. and likes to stir the pot. Because as good as you know, Outcast has been, and I'm not gonna sit here and say that I'm a huge fan because I've just never been. I've never listened to a whole lot of Outcast and like that's just been my shit, right? Mm-hmm. And but uh. I don't know, man. Like I, I feel like they had they because right they only put out like a few albums. Who Outcast? Yeah. No, Outcast got like six albums out. I think. Do, oh, do they? Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Never mind, never mind. I get, I get. I think what I was thinking of was Andre's uh, career. Like he, he doesn't have a lot of. Solo oh no, work. no, no. He's only he doesn't have he doesn't even have a mixtape. So he, he's only released like he's only done like uh, what like a few singles and a, or, and a uh, few features. A few features. He's got a, f- a feature with Khalees. He's got that feature with Drake or whoever that was, uh, and then that that didn't come out. And then Frank he's Ocean twice. And yeah, and he's got a feature somewhere else. I know I'm forgetting, but it's it's not many. It's barely a handful. Oh, the Kanye joint. That's the one that didn't come out. That's the one I was thinking of. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That one. But yeah, like there's there's only a couple out there, and they're like less than a handful for real. See that that's like the biggest what could have been like ever right there if you think about it. That is true, but he said he was tapped and he wasn't like getting the the energy that he was getting to make music before, so he was he felt like everything that he wrote was trash. And I mean, I feel that. You I know, that. and I think as if 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 you're an artist of any kind, I feel like we all know what it feels like to not feel inspired. Yeah. To to do what it is you do, mm-hmm. and you know you might work on things and, and the truth is i guarantee you he's still and has been working on music this entire time oh, i'm I sure guarantee i'm sure a rapper an artist a musician whatever you want to call it is always going to be that to the day that they die mm-hmm. and i just feel like he play like, I, I and i get it and again that's something that unless you can relate to that you you might may or may not you know feel what he's saying but um i i i i, I get him you know what i'm saying i get him and it's it's kind of crazy, like the juxtaposition that the, everybody wants this, but he just feels in his heart of hearts that he can't give them what they want, exactly. what the crowd wants, whatever. what, and, what uh, he thinks what he thinks is good enough to put out. Because that was, I think, that's also uh, a thing with Lauren Hill is uh, she didn't think everything that she was coming up with was good, so she wasn't just like so she kind of was like uninspired at that point too. Oh, like after um, like like mid two thousands type. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, exactly. Okay. Like when she disappeared for a long time. Not only did she have a bunch of kids, but she was just like uninspired musically. Mm Mm-hmm. So Yeah, that's crazy, man. But yeah, I would definitely for for groups of all time, I'd have to say Tribe Called Quest first. But then like with you, because like what um it's uh Fife Dog, Q Tip, and Ali, I know my fucking stuff, Shahidi, Shahidi, uh Shahid Mohammed, like they're just it's a it's a classic group if you listen to 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 to, uh, to tribe excuse me you'll hear all of them just fucking murder the mic and they all do it mm. so fucking eloquently it's ridiculous 
so I can give it to them. Same thing with the locks. Like we, like you said before, I, I can't say any more than what you've already said about them. They are a fucking vicious package deal. All three fucking of them. Y'all yeah. forget about fucking chic. Y'all are rude as fuck. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I could say, uh, I would say outcast after that for sure, because outcast has, they've been strong ever since they came out the gate. So, and both lyrically dis- disgusting monsters, you know what I'm saying? So, uh, but I mean, I couldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't put them at the top just for me. Now, anybody else, again, we've been through this with personal top tens episodes for and sure. all that other shit. So it could be different for anybody else. But for me, that I, 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 as much as I love Outcast, they're just not the number one spot when it comes to groups. See, to me, right? And again, this is just to me. I would probably put even Bone Thugs over Outcast because mm-hmm. I feel like I feel like they well, they they definitely released a lot of music. They released a few double disc albums, if I'm not mistaken, mm-hmm. uh, in their prime. Uh, I feel like they have a cult following. Maybe not as strong as Outcast's, but uh, definitely a strong one because these motherfuckers are still touring uh throughout the u.s because they've came to to uh, the film more mm-hmm. for like seven years in a row <laughs> every time that i see that somebody's there mm-hmm. that motherfucker's packed dog both of us is gonna be it's gonna be one of those one of those acts that can tour for the rest of their lives that's the truth that's facts like they really you know can I mean? they really can honestly i feel <laughs> and, like outcast could too if they decide to actually get back together sure. but it's like you know as an artist you do what you do to keep yourself stable you know what i'm saying like yeah, it's, it's, malice had to get out of the game and get get into religion to, to get his shit right you know what i'm saying like yeah i'm not faulting anything for anybody for you know living the best life that they can um for sure. but you know it is whatever Sp- speaking of people trying to live their best life mm. great transfer or um uh what was it called transition, transition. Uh, Lil Mama. This is the 14th anniversary of Lil Mama oh, jumping on stage at the at the MTV Music Awards, uh, Video Music Awards, when Alicia Keys and Jay Z were performing "New York State of Mind." As we all know, the end of the performance, they're at the corner of the stage, and they both, you know, got their arms crossed and they're kind of leaning into each other. You know, <laughs> the the typical hip hop pose. And out of nowhere, Lil Mama got up on the stage and hit the pose next to him and shit. And everybody's like, "What the fuck?" They've been carrying Lil Mama for like shit through this whole fucking time. And mm-hmm. I always thought that was the most random shit. And <laughs> it was always hilarious to me and her reasoning for doing it was because it was like it was such a hip-hop moment and i'm from new york and i was just feeling it and blah 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 i was like so and i've always felt in my mind when she said that back in the day so you you felt just because that you're from the state of new york the state that they happen to be rapping about <laughs> that yo ass should get on this motherfucking stage when yo ass was not invited to be in this performance you're not in the goddamn song yeah. So why are you up here trying to get some shine <laughs> with two of the biggest in the game at the time? Now, read an argu- I read an article earlier, and it made both of us fucking chuckle. <laughs> uh, Alicia Keys, as they say, like this, the, her and Lil Mama met up for the first time, and they're talking about they squashed this whole thing. And I, I was like, I don't really think there was much of anything to squash because she just kind of got yeah. got up on stage, and that was the thing. And she was like a laughing stock, whatever, whatever. But Alicia Keys said, "Listen, to this day, I truly never knew she was on stage." <laughs> <laughs> That's the craziest part of the whole thing for me. I was on stage, Jay-Z was in the middle, and she was on the other side of Jay, and I never saw her. <laughs> well, that legitimately makes this like 10 times funnier because <laughs> as much as she wanted to be a, like, 
And like, you know what I mean? Like she wanted to be in this moment so badly, but the other two people that were part of this moment didn't even realize she was part of the moment. Exactly. So that is the most hilarious addition and context to it. Now, like I said before the show, listening to the context of it kind of made it make a little bit more sense. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like where, okay, they were in New York. She's from New York. Yep. Probably was drunk, high, whatever, mm -hmm. feeling the moment. Mm -hmm. Okay, cool. Again, the context, it, it softens the blow a bit, but motherfucker, it's still fucking broke. Honest, that shit is fucking crazy. It really is. But honestly, honestly, of all people that got songs about New York that could have been performing on that stage that night, that's probably the easiest one that you could slide yourself into and come mm -hmm. out unscathed for real. Because it's the stars. Jay, it's Jay-Z and it's fucking Alicia Keys. And you Shit. know, don't neither one of them start no problems. They don't want no problems. They're just going to mm -hmm. be like, all right, you know, whatever it is, you know, whatever, whatever. She's cool, whatever, whatever. They, she knows she would get that type of, like, write-off in the end, yeah. right? So, mm -hmm. but I mean, if she had did that when, like, you know, with Ja Rule and Fat Joe was doing New York, New York, you know what I'm saying? Or when any other number of other niggas that are on stage talking about New York and she jumped on stage and caught that feeling, they would have roasted the fuck out her bitch ass oh, for the longest yeah. time. So it's like, I was, it's like, basically, you lucky. You embarrassed yourself in front of national TV, but you did it with two of the most easiest people to come back from it from. <laughs> so if you're going to embarrass nah, yourself, definitely. embarrass yourself in front of Alicia and Jay. Yeah, they're probably like the kinder, <laughs> less... You know, fucked up ones to do it in front of. So yeah, uh, I know bullshit. I feel like at that point, uh, Jay had already kind of bent, like he shifted towards his like being more of a business person as opposed to being like a gangster rapper mm. at that point. Yep. You know what I mean? So the middle really of his conversion. <laughs> yeah, one hundred percent. Like if it was like nineteen ninety nine, Jay, he might have kicked her off the stage legitimately, like like literally kicked her off the true, stage. True. True. Because actually, you know what? That really was the last of Thug J. Because after that, it was Tom Ford J. <laughs> mm -hmm, yeah. And then after that, it was uh, the Carters J. <laughs> and or, or, or don't forget uh, Encore and uh, no. Lincoln Park J. No, nah, that was way before he made that transition. Was it? Yeah. Encore? Yeah. I'm pretty sure. Nah. Because he really was, Yeah, dog. Encore, that was like in the, in like the mid-2000s. Yeah, but wasn't you the, just tran said it, wasn't the, the, the transition? What was it? Uh, what was that song? Uh, the joint he came with, "Fuck with Me," you know I got it. What was that album called? Magna Carta or something? Yeah, that was the tran That was the middle of the transition where he started talking about rich nigga shit, and people say, oh, "I can't listen to Jason anymore." All he do is start, start talking about rich nigga shit. I don't understand it because he started talking about Basquiat's and all this other shit on that album. And then the next album after that, I don't remember if it was four 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 or the card. Actually, it was four four four. That's when you I really so. saw the change of Jay. And and he's yeah. really talking about rich nigga shit all the time. Wasn't no gangster shit in it no more. <laughs> but even I feel like even like in uh like oh five oh three, that he made a transition around that era too as well to kind of like a oh that was from like jerseys to like polos and shit. Yeah, like he tried to be like a pretty boy for a little bit. Mm -hmm. Or or I mean? like you know just like a different type. He got he got niggas to wear polos. Let's just put it Whoa. that way. He made he made big ass polos so niggas could wear polos. Is that that's how, that might be a hot take? I don't know. Did Jay Z get niggas to wear polos? A lot of niggas wasn't wearing polos until Jay Z put them joints no, out no, on rock. The button down shirts, the button down shirts with the jeans. That's what niggas was wearing because of Jay Z. Oh, like 
I I, you might club. be right. You might be right. I remember doing that, that, but I don't remember when that was. Because that was that yo, was towards the end of my clubbing days. And, and <laughs> I seen mad pictures of motherfuckers like at award shows, like rappers and shit. Mm-hmm. Dog, the attire was <laughs> fucking ridiculously ridiculous. Bro. Not like it's not now. Nah, I mean, dog, but it's at least fitted. <laughs> Nigga, dog, they were wearing... No, I'm, t- I'm not even talking about regular clothes. I'm talking about suits. Like the suits that they were wearing. <laughs> that was the early, the early nineties to like the to late nineties shit. That shit was just legitimately crazy, bro. Like, oh no. Now nah, you're right, but the the worst, the most egregious of everybody wearing them big ass baggy suits back in the day was all the goddamn basketball players, and it was just oh, because yeah. they, them niggas was so tall. It just was. It was. It was <laughs> an, like it was like three people's suits worth of fabric on one nigga. <laughs> But Steve Harvey had a big fucking pull in that shit too, cause them damn Steve Harvey suits back in the day, man. But his suits now is fly in the motherfucker. I can't, I can't, I can't front. Steve Harvey suit now look clean as a motherfucker. Steve Harvey need to come out with a with a suit line now. Dog, he yeah, one hundred percent. And also, let me just tell y'all this, man. If y'all suits aren't tailored, you are gonna be looking like a doofus out there. No right? bull. That's just a fact. No bull. Tailored suit. If you don't got your shit tailored to your shit, man. You're gonna be looking crazy out there, and that's something you don't want to do. And that's something that obviously motherfuckers from the early 2000s didn't want to do because mm-hmm. them motherfuckers is out there looking insane. Dog. I'm telling you, even a big boy look good in a tailor suit, bro. Oh yeah, dog. I'm about like I've 220ish, been in- 215 around there, and I had uh, like a the suit itself already fit like fitted, so I had to get like a size up of what I normally am. Yeah, and uh, and even then I got it tailored like around. Uh, the shoulders around, and shit. And the shoulders yeah. and uh and arms and shit like that. And uh yeah, dog, I was like, yo, I look, I've worn suits before in the past, but never a tailored fitted suit. Mm-hmm. And yeah, even as a big dude, I was still out there feeling fly as fuck. That's one of that's one of my favorite pictures of myself when I was at my I was in my boy Raul's wedding and we had mm-hmm. these tailored like navy blue suits. Bro, that suit looked so goddamn good. I was like, oh shit. Like, I was like maybe two, I think like 240, 250 at the time. Bro, mm-hmm. I was out there looking fresh to the motherfucker. I even hit the, yeah. I tried to hit the little crouching pose, but you know, niggas' knees gave out on him and he started to fall oh, over. Yeah. So they caught me while I was falling over and laughing. <laughs> <laughs> so I still look like I'm on my knees, but I'm like kind of tilted to the side. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I feel you, dog. But yeah, nice. ain't nothing like a fucking tailored suit on you. So if you don't, uh-huh. if if you want to, if you need to get a suit, get you a nice tailored suit. Uh, but yeah, you know, um, dog, I it's young. Yeah, as soon as I can afford to actually like get a suit, suit, I'm gonna get me a fucking tailored suit. That's just gonna be so vicious. I can't wait. Let me tell you, bro. I got some money on a couple games this week. Uh, shout out to uh, FanDuel and DraftKings if you want to do any partnerships, <laughs> you know, or something like that. But I do got a few bets. On Fanduel as we speak, and if 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 them drugs hit, I'm gonna give me a not like a vicious suit, dog. Damn. Maybe, maybe a couple, maybe a thousand or something dollars. There you suit. go. There you go. Couple thousand. I, mean, I don't know. Depending on how how, how this weekend goes, we're gonna find <laughs> out. All right. And honestly, the last thing we have on this list for today is you want to go ahead and explain the whole tax stone thing. Yeah. All right. Uh, so bad news for all the real motherfuckers. Our boy Tax, man, got found guilty in his trial of uh, the murder of Troy Ave's bodyguard, Banger. RIP to him as, you know, as well, because he died, um, in my opinion, unnecessarily because of Troy Ave's just 
you know, and I guess I'll get to I'll get to that in, in, in what I'm about to say. But pretty much, tax for those of y'all that don't know, got into altercation with Troy Ave. Uh, you know, this came out. So this is this is a fact. This came out from Troy Ave's testimony it, during his trial, during Tax's trial. Pretty much, he walked up to Tax, swung on Tax, mm. and then that's when the scuffle started. Now, mind you, it wasn't just Troy Ave; it was him and and Banger, and he was a big ass dude. He's a fucking bodyguard. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, at that point. You know what I mean? Like, niggas started, uh, you know, uh, fighting or whatever, what have you. And somehow in the scuffle, uh, shots started getting let off. Mm. Now, you know, the thing about it is that you really don't know what happened. You don't know if Tax purposefully pulled out the gun and started blasting the joint. You don't know if one of them niggas reached for the gun and then he kind of felt like he had to shoot them at that point. Mm -hmm. You know, you really don't know uh, the ins and outs of it. But nonetheless, uh, a couple shots went off. Uh, Banger was hit, and and he unfortunately uh, died mm. in the situation. And a couple other people in the venue got hit as well. Damn. Now they survived, thankfully, but nonetheless they got hit. And unfortunately for Tex, he uh, got convicted of everything, pretty much. Mm-hmm. The only thing is that thankfully for him, uh, instead of it being a murder charge, which could mean he's in there for life. They uh, only found him guilty of a manslaughter. Now, the crazy part about this, right, mm-hmm. is that up until a few weeks ago, up until like maybe two or three weeks ago, he was only being charged with murder, right? So what that means is that they probably didn't have enough to convict him for murder. You know what I mean? And they went back and and added a few more charges because they knew that he probably was going to get off. You know what I mean? Yeah. If uh, <laughs> If... Uh, if, if if just murder was on the table, but now that they had a couple other charges because they added what they what they did right was add uh, uh, a fucking manslaughter charge, first degree, Damn. which is a minimum of fifteen years. Mm-hmm. They added a few assault charges because of the people that got hit unintentionally in the uh, in the mix of everything. Mm. Uh, apparently, one of the guys lost half of his intestines. Damn. Apparently, you know, just a bunch of other. You know, unfortunate situations happen because of it. And again, he was charged for all of those situations. Now, again, it all depends on how the judge is going to look at it. Now, unfortunately for Tax, he's a convicted felon. He has a prior history of violent, you know, uh, felonies on his record. So I don't know if he's going to get any leniency uh, necessarily from the judge when it comes to sentencing now. Like I said, he was found guilty of all these things. Uh, now, try, uh, sentencing, I believe, is going to happen at the end of this month, if I'm not mistaken. Hmm. Or around, I think it might be the 18th, actually. Okay. But nonetheless, depending on if he decides to run his charges concurrently, he could be out anywhere between, in my opinion, between 10 and like 22 years. Damn. And the reason why there's such a discrepancy there or, or, or a gap in, 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 or, you know, in, in numbers or whatever is because if he ha- if he gets charged with everything separately, he's probably doing at least an additional 15 to 20 years mm. because you also got to think about uh, he also caught a federal gun charge, which he has to get sentenced for that as well. Now, I'm not 100% sure, but from what I understand, uh, you have to serve those differently. You have to serve your state time in the state and mm. then your fed time in the federal prison. 
So he would have to serve an additional whatever it is that they hit him with on that case. So it's just really not looking good for tax right now. Mm. Obviously, his his fate has been set with the with this decision. Uh, it's unfortunate. Um, and again, when you really look at it, uh, this whole situation and how uh, Troy Ave went about it, like if you really look at it from the details of everything that was going on, like yes, tax was somebody who was egging on Troy Ave a lot on his podcast. But again, let's not act like there wasn't, uh, you know, a back and forth. Like this wasn't just a square dude. Troy Ave is supposed to be a street dude. Mm-hmm. So I don't understand why people are giving him the benefit of the doubt of like, oh, you know, Tax was the one who was bullying him and da da da. Dog, do you know what Troy Ave was doing before this? He was making fun of Capital Steez, I think was his name, the uh, the friend of Joey Badass who jumped off the building. Oh and killed yeah, himself. I remember that. I don't know if you remember that. Sad. And y'all want to talk about him being bullied, Damn. right? Okay, well that's what uh, that's what he was doing before that, you know what I mean? And, and and again, like he's, I think that's a major reason why his career didn't take off was because that became a big issue, and rightfully so because that's some fucked up shit, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? So I don't want to hear that oh tax was bullying him, da da da, when he's a fucking piece of shit from the from the jump, and. I don't know, man. Like ever since that situation happened, where he made fun of the dude for, I think I think what happened was that he he was he sh- like shot a diss song at Joey Badass, and he referenced his man, you know, killing himself. Oh. And uh, yeah, no, it was just kind of crazy. Damn. And again, w- w- when that's the type of shit that you want, right? I don't want to hear nothing about oh him getting bullied, especially if you claim you're a street dude, which uh, which Troy Ave did. Hmm. So, you know what I mean? So all of this, you know, it's just a lot of crazy narratives going on and around. And I don't know, man. It's just unfortunate. The real, unfortunately, doesn't always win, particularly in court. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And, uh, yeah, man, it's just it's unfortunate, man. I know I know you was also a tax fan prior, Yep. you know, before you got locked up. Uh, to be honest with you, he was one of, and I'm sure it was for you as well, along with Deezus and Mero, Along with a few other people, mm-hmm. one of the our inspirations to to even to start, do this to do this because I feel like you know a lot of what he did was just keeping it real, keeping it raw, mm-hmm. keeping it genuine, and and that's the vibe that you got, and that's the vibe that we hope to give in our product. And you know what I mean? It's just unfortunate that he is legitimately a pioneer in the hip hop culture in the hip hop hemisphere for a podcast and something that everybody is doing now. He was one of the first people to do it in this world, mm-hmm. or not, and not in the actual world, but like in the world of hip hop, or you know what have you. So, you know, it just really it, it's unfortunate. Well, he, 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 he was, I would say, he was one of the first ones that was on a that had a serious come up doing yeah, that joint because sure, not, sure. not no one really knew who he was until they put out the podcast, and I think he was on Deezus and Mara, which drew me over to his podcast. Uh yeah, pro- probably. But I I think by the time he went on Jesus and Mero, I think he was already doing the podcast. No, I, I already knew he was doing the podcast, but I was like, you got to remember, there's always Combat Jack. Combat yeah, Jack sure. always came first. But I was like, he's like the first of the like. No one had ever heard of him before the podcast, and then he got the podcast, and people. Then he blew up like shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's like Jesus and Mero, sure. same shit. Okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, no, and definitely uh, shout out. He was a protege of, of Combat Jack. You know, there you mean? go. Like, he was under him. He uh, uh, combat Jack helped him out a lot in his in his early thing early days, and right on top of that, he put on Gilly and Wallow in the in the um 
in the early days uh, of their podcasting days. Oh, this word. is this is this is a hundred million dollars, or I think that's or a million dollars a million. game. Well, go well, yeah, but I know that they just recently signed. I don't know how much millions of dollars of, of a deal with uh with Barstool. I think is what it was. Mm-hmm. Uh, they signed a huge deal, and again, tax and 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 uh, Wallow has came out and said it like uh, during their because he I think they interviewed Tax from jail not too long ago, a couple months ago, and they said it. They were like, yo, like Tax, you know, line me up with the right people, and you know, we started doing this podcast and shit, and here we are now, you know, one of the biggest podcasts in in, in, the, in the rap uh you know in the, in the culture mm-hmm. so i don't know man it's just really unfortunate again somebody who's putting other people on who's being himself uh you know got caught up unfortunately you know on some bullshit uh again shouldn't have been shouldn't have been there to begin with you know what i mean mm-hmm. like I, I think he's they've came out and said that he didn't even want to go out you know what i mean and uh, again i hate to keep going back to you know back and forth but i forgot a very important part about all of this is that somebody who was with him that night who got arrested for a bunch of drugs, right? Mm-hmm. And is facing like 40 plus years in jail. Damn. Snitched on him. And that's one of the main reasons that he got convicted as well. Because wow. they use his testimony along with that. And uh it was, man, it was just a lot of crazy shit, man. That's why you should <laughs> dog, stay away from crime, kids. No, stay bro, away just, from doing- just don't crime and you won't have to worry about anything. <laughs> you don't have to worry about I promise you, it is just a more peaceful life. Like it's just not even worth it, dog. <clears throat> it really isn't. Hey, you want to end on something funny? Let's do it. This guy was going around in Jersey asking people, would you rather have dinner with Soldier Boy or $250 <laughs> in food stamps? <laughs> Everybody they asked said 250 in food stamps. So I pretty much figured that it's, that's how that would go, right? Yeah. Next day, get online. Yo, suck my dick. Fuck y'all niggas from Jersey. Here comes Soldier Boy. Just out the mouth. Fuck y'all. S my D's this. Dog, he was fine. Y'all gonna stay broke. Y'all gonna die broke in the hood. Blah, 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 blah. This man had a whole temper tantrum. Like a three-minute temper tantrum. Talking about mm-hmm. fuck Jersey. Fuck all them bitches. Blah, 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 blah. Then got on the internet the next day and talking about... I'm sorry, y'all. No, I got a lot of fans in Jersey, bro. <laughs> I see. I didn't even see that part. That's hilarious, <laughs> man. That had me done. They on the Breakfast Club. They they overplayed that clip like shit. But like they played his response like 45 times, and then <laughs> and of course Charlemagne want to make uh suck yo yo suck my dick a drop. <laughs> uh, hey, that that's one thing that Soldier Boy is good for. There's a good drop every <laughs> every couple months, every couple every couple rants. No, um, yo, nah, let me just answer that question. If it was asked for me, I would one thousand percent take the two hundred and fifty dollars <laughs> in food stamps. So what? Over, I... over. No, I feel like a dinner with Soldier Boy. I feel like I would just get disrespected a lot. You know what I mean? I feel like he just he would just start like saying a bunch of shit and like. Just maybe even ignoring me while I'm there the whole time. I feel I'm like, like it would probably end in me whooping that nigga ass. Probably, but I mean, probably, I can, I, I, I could say that now, but at the same time, I know it's never gonna happen, so we don't have to be horned. <laughs> yeah, so that's why, dog. Give me the two fifty in food stamps. Yep. You know what I mean? And uh, let me go to Costco and, real quick. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Let's get it in, man. That's crazy, dog. Oh my! No goodness. bullshit. That shit was the funniest shit, and uh, it was just 
Man, this, he he was the butt of the joke this time. That's all it is. Oh, like shit. And then yeah, I'd say go look up his apology because that shit is fucking hilarious, though. Yeah, I'm I'm about looking at him after this, <laughs> for sure. All right, y'all. Uh, that brings us to the end of the episode. Uh, thank y'all for listening as always. We hope to see you back next week. Um, hey yo, and be good. If you can't be good, at least be the best you can be. Hey man, if you can't do that, man, at least make your mama proud. And if you can't do that, man. Uh, man, to be honest, I kind of forgot this part right here. So we just gonna add. Oh no, the card thing, right? Yeah, the card thing. <laughs> the All right, look, man, use use them fucking turn signals. We are gonna leave, make it short, sweet, and simple because we forgot, we smacked, and we've been away from a regular episode for a long time. So let's get back to the to to what we do, man. That's that, that's what it is. That's what it is. <laughs> All right, y'all. Take care. Uh, be easy. Love yourself. Wash your hands. Wash your ass. We'll see that's you it. next week. Holla. Peace. 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 Oh, <laughs>